Have you ever asked yourself, what makes a good writer? Or what makes a good storyteller? I could bullet out a bunch of points for you, but one of the main things for me is the ability to build a world and draw others into it in a relatable way. And as much as I'm still not a fan of The Boss, especially this obnoxious nickname, The Boss, there's one fact about his writing that I can't deny. The guy can build a world. Podcast, podcast, but now you're listening to a podcast, podcast. It's a simple misspelling that you made, and now you're in the situation. So just enjoy yourself. It's Podcats podcast. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Podcats. My name's Asher, and I am the host of the show, and I'm exploring the most polarizing music artists. So if you want to support the show, head to patreon.com slash podcasts, P-A-W-D-C-A-T-S. And I would love to add you to our Slack channel where we are discussing some other polarizing music artists. We'll see who we do for the next series of episodes after The Boss, a.k.a. Bruce Springsteen. And now here's a conversation with my old friend, John, who, by the way, is a big fan of Mr. Bruce Springsteen. So, like I was saying, it, this doesn't even have to be, you know, in defense of Bruce, but I know that you have endured some of my takes on Bruce, so. <laughs> but I'm I'm a little more open to the boss. I don't like the boss nickname, but this isn't about me. <laughs> it's okay. Like, there are so many ways to hate God and, and not liking Springsteen. Just one of them. There you go. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I am basically looking for... What's your hot take on Bruce Springsteen? Oh boy, hot take. It's hard to have a hot take on Springsteen because um, it's all been done. I mean, Springsteen is a giant. He's a he's one of he's like a Mount Rushmore songwriter and performer. So it's hard to have a hot take uh, about Springsteen. Maybe that's the take then. Maybe that's the take. The take is it's hard to have a hot take on a guy that all of the superlatives have been made. Yeah. Um, at least a good hot take. I guess you could have a bad hot take, which would be once again, there's so many ways to hate God, but um, no, like, I mean, my, my sort of uh, uh, dalliance with Springsteen, I guess started when I was, I don't know, high school, teenager, whatever. When I got that, the, uh, my well-worn Bruce Springsteen's greatest hits CD. Oh, that, gotcha. You know, okay. Out. All, all of the big ones. I mean, everybody knows, you know, born to run and, and, and those kind of things. Yeah. And, um, born in the USA, stuff like that. But, but for me, it was probably post college when I you know, kind of put aside the, the greatest hits record and actually started listening to the albums. Okay. Like really, yeah. It went beyond like the radio songs and into, uh, what is this guy actually talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Which and, I've uh, gotten some cool insight on what he's actually talking about, which, okay. you know, as someone who, uh, I keep calling it like an unfounded hatred, really just based on the vocal delivery and style. Okay. You know, that's like I listened to all of Born to Run and I was like, the music is fantastic, honestly. 
Uh, you really can't go wrong with Weinberg and East Street and sure. Uh, and I've recently learned about the Miami Horns and all this stuff. So sure, yeah. Um, Stevie so Van Zant, that whole thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But as soon as his voice came in for the first time, I was like, mm, hmm. <laughs> well, you know, like I think it's really it, it's really enlightening. It's really helpful, and I'm sure somebody's already suggested you do this, but um, to read his biography. Okay, um, actually, no one really, has. Yeah, so it's great. Um, it's called Born to Run, because of course it is. Um, <laughs> and he just tells the story. And one of the beautiful things about it is he's not a great like writer, writer. Okay, but it doesn't matter because you know it's this, it's this nice thick volume where he's basically just telling stories, um, and everywhere from you know I got my first guitar. You know, grew up in small town New Jersey, the whole thing, and. And when you get the, all of the context of where he came from and how he became a musician and all of the hard work he put in, it makes sense that the guy can't sing like in, in any kind of traditional way. Okay. Right. Because yeah. 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 It's not like he came from some family of performers or uh, he doesn't have that sort of uh, musical royalty or machine behind him. Like, you know, Michael Jackson, or whatever. Right. Right. So, right. so like, the voice is emblematic of the entire mythos in a way. Like okay. It, it symbolizes the whole thing, which is the common man. Like that's what he, he's the voice of the working of the working stiff. Yeah. And so the voice just works with that too, because Springsteen Springsteen never feels, at least for me, he never feels like he's better than me. like, he never feels like he's something more than you are when you're listening. He just feels like another like an extension of you. Okay. He feels like he's, he's experienced worse than you have always. And, and whether that's true or not, it probably is a little bit, but it's also like, he's the master at making it feel like that's true. See, I love, yeah. And I, I'm starting to love that about him as I've checked out just a little bit more music and even like the, uh, what was it? He did that whole album of covers, like standards mm -hmm. kind of mm -hmm. that stuff is really, really cool. And something that someone else mentioned was, you know, he's he's gone on record saying like he's been a musician his whole life, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. But through the songs, kind of like you're saying, like he will make you feel like you just worked, you know, out in the field all day. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually wrote a thing about him a while ago, and um, and I forget exactly what the line was, but it was basically like every single one of his songs is dirty and I don't mean dirty in a pornographic way. I just right. mean like you can, you can feel the dirt in your fingernails when you're, when you're listening to Springsteen. Yeah. Always. But it's not just that, right? Like he's always, Bruce is always pointing you to this other reality that like lives just outside where you are. His, his, the characters in his songs are always pursuing something out of their reach. So it's right on the other side of the darkness on the edge of town. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, in yeah. Um, like um, Atlantic City, right? Like we're going out where the sands turn into gold, or uh, a song like My Hometown, which is could be super depressing. And at the end, you get you get the guy and his wife laying in bed talking about getting out. You know, packing up our bags, maybe heading south. Like there's always that that promised land. And of course he's got the great song, the promised land that's just outside town. They're always going, they're always, we're going to, we're going to get out of here. All of the songs are about getting out of here. It's a town full of losers. We're pulling out of here to win like that's yeah, yeah, Springsteen. Yeah. 
and that's you know my favorite song my favorite all-time song is thunder road gotcha and that's you know that's thunder road right um he's pulling up on that, to the porch to grab mary because we're getting out of here we're riding out tonight to case the promised land like let's go it makes me feel like i'm in just a, a midwestern kind of not like an old kind of western movie but i don't know it's sort of I just listened to a podcast where they kind of went through uh, No Country for Old Men, which One of is my favorite movie. Absolutely, probably the darkest version of "Hey, we're getting out of here" because it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't go well. <laughs> well, but. well, but okay, and I know you're going somewhere with this, but just to to, to yeah yeah take go a for it. Turn there. The end of No Country for Old Men, the movie. Um, Tommy Lee Jones is sitting there. He's retired. Right. He's sitting at the kitchen table talking to his wife he's talking about the dream i had right. last night and he's saying i had this dream and i saw my father and he was going out ahead of me and he had fire and a horn and he was i know that when i catch up to him it's going to be okay so even no country for old men has this moment of hopefulness at the end where where he's pointing to this reality outside himself right and it's thank very goodness. much like a springsteen song <laughs> yes, yeah i yeah, love yeah. it i love the ending of no country but anyway, sorry. I, Plus, I no, no, you're good. I was also going to say Tommy Lee Jones doesn't look a day older than Men in Black in like 97. <laughs> it's like he got there, however old he and was he just, then. He's he ageless. Stopped. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just press the aging pause button on him. Right, right. Yeah. Springsteen so, too. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so we saw yeah. Springsteen in 2014 in Nashville due to 70, right? And Wow. Bruce and the E Street Band did, and I'm not joking, this is a, an exact number, they did 29 songs. That's a lot. And and it was not like 29 songs, him standing behind an acoustic guitar. Like, he moves the whole time. He's crowd surfing. He's <laughs> running around like a crazy person. Like, he is the probably the best live performer I've ever seen. I've heard that from a lot of people. And I, again, just bias didn't want it to be true but <laughs> there's there's enough uh eyewitness accounts you know yeah it's there's a reason the guy's been around since the 70s you know? well yeah and i'm i'm starting to enjoy the everyman aspect of it how would you say and this is something i've asked pretty much everyone so far yeah. uh in different different ways but how would you say that compares to like a, a bob dylan so okay yeah it's a good question so and i actually was thinking about this earlier today because on the heels of like Woody Guthrie, mm -hmm. Dylan kind of inherited the protest song, um, kind of mantle. Mantle, like, yeah. That, that yeah, that went to Dylan, and it and it was blown in the wind, and all that stuff was great in the '60s. But then Dylan stuff became so heady and verbose, and all of those things. And I, I mean, I, I think Dylan's probably you know our all-time greatest songwriter. But yeah, but he went on um, some journeys. Some he went some on some detours. journeys. And Springsteen never really has. I mean, he's probably made a couple of missteps if you look at the at the album list. But like for the most part, he's been Springsteen the whole time. Right. Right. Like all of the records feel like Bruce, and they all still feel like that. Um, that common man right. kind of vibe. Like Ghost of Tom Joad is a great example of that, and that came out in the, I don't know the ninety ninety five or so, and then. On the heels of that, you had 9-11 happen, right. and then you had The Rising come out, and then it was like all of a sudden, not only 
Bruce the voice of the working man, but he was the voice of every American. Yeah. Because he injected this like bullet of hope into everybody. Right. Um, right after nine 11 happened. So, uh, yeah. So I would say, whereas Dylan became so intellectual, um, in a really great way. Yeah. Yeah. Bruce never lost that like connection to that griminess. Yeah. Factory worker blue collar relatability. Absolutely. But you don't have to have worked like a million blue collar jobs to love Springsteen. You just have to have had hardship. Like you, you have to have had bad stuff happen to you. And that I think is everybody um, to really appreciate him. And, and then you get like a, he put out in 2019 or so a record called Western stars, which is, I mean, it's basically cowboy songs. Oh, gotcha. And, and it's, it's great. I don't know anything about being a cowboy, but <laughs> he's so good at like world building. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Atmosphere building that I wanted to go put on cowboy boots and like fly to Montana and wrangle steers or whatever, whatever you do. in in uh, cowboy songs. Well, on that note, and this might be the hottest take I've had in a while. Does that make him or does that make he and Taylor Swift somehow similar because she gets a lot of hate for her voice and delivery, at least in the circles that I run in. But when I listen to her songs, I'm like, I can, I can sort of envision like what she's going for here or like the older stuff. I'm kind of back in high school dealing with relationships yeah. She had a recent song, Cowboy Like Me, and I was like, I feel like I'm a cowboy right now. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think there's a like a definite connection. I, they both do a really good job. And you know, I'm a 43-year-old dude. Like I'm yeah. probably not supposed to like Taylor Swift, but I do. <laughs> and or maybe I am. I can't keep track of what I'm supposed to do. Right. Yeah, it'll change that. tomorrow. Um, yeah. So, but she does a really good job of cr- creating that world that is completely and immediately identifiable. Right. Like not that you can identify it, but you can identify with it. And that's, uh, that's what Springsteen does so well. And that's what, I mean, a lot of other bands are like this. I mean, the, the next iteration of Springsteen for me was always the killers, right? The killers kind of do the same thing. They take Mm. the same vibe. Absolutely. They they put some lasers in it. Right. (laughs) Right. But it's the same idea. And of course they, if you read anything about the killers, they credit Springsteen as one of their big, uh, influences. Yeah. Yeah. So like he, he's created, there's a, there's like a, a tree of Springsteen. I don't know, aficionados or whatever people that came after him that have tried to do the same kind of thing. Yeah. You know, it's all wonderful. That's what I asked the last two people. I don't know if you know, Joe Collins or Scott Taylor. They were both, Mm -hmm. uh, one, one life dudes for a while, but, uh, they, they had very different takes on Springsteen in general, but, I asked them, you know, if there's no Springsteen, would we have the killers? Because we all, uh, at least the the three of us, love the killers. And yeah. it sounds like you do as well. Absolutely. Yeah, so good. And the answer to that is absolutely no. Right, and right. I, and if Brandon Flowers were sitting here with me, he would say the same. But see, like, <laughs> sure. as, as someone who, again, with the unfounded hate of Springsteen, just yeah. never really related the two, but I love the killers. And then as soon as I Googled it, the first name that popped up, influences of the killers yeah. springsteen of course i mean battleborn so battleborn mm-hmm. is like top probably 
top 10, top five records all time for me. Like I love really? it so much. Yeah. And it's a Springsteen album. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Runaways. Like, come on. That's a Bruce song. Yeah. <laughs> and I think they would say the same thing. Like that, that's, that's the exact same kind of like ethos that they're, they're pointing to. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're downtrodden. Like we're, we're beaten, um, but you can't hold us down. Right. Like that, that's like I, w- I was listening to Bruce earlier today. I was listening to No Surrender, right? Which is a super like prototypical. You you put in a couple keywords into the Springsteen machine and like crank out a song. And it cranks out No Surrender. Right. Number No Retreat, baby. No Surrender. Like that's that's Battleborn. <laughs> like it's exactly yeah. that same kind of mentality. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they get a little, of course, weirder than Bruce. Bruce yeah. does, but that's that's what I love about him. Bruce plus lasers is a is a great take as well. Yeah, or a yeah, great yeah. description. Yeah. Uh they all they have that and Taylor Swift does this for me as well. It's like a cinematic quality. It's like oh, yeah. for these four or five or if you're Bruce, ten minutes. Uh that's my dig at Bruce. Uh <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're in a movie for you. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come through this phone. Um <laughs> But I, I like that. And I'm coming around, you know, the more I talk to people for this particular episode too, I'm like, okay, maybe I'll listen to a little bit more. Because <laughs> something that I always say about Dylan too is I grew up on uh, Parliament, Funkadelic, okay. you know, Black Gospel, yeah. and then Top 40 and CCM sure. and stuff like that. So my dad always described Bob Dylan as the first rapper ever oh i can see that <laughs> yeah but also <laughs> i'm as, not sure i would agree but yeah i can see it yeah, yeah yeah also as a dig so i was like oh yeah i don't like bob dylan either <laughs> but i've come around to him so you know why not come around to bruce a little bit yeah no like for for me bruce is um and i can get why bruce isn't like hip because he shouldn't be like bruce should never be hip, <laughs> right and that's okay like when i went to so when you go to a, a springsteen concert in the like pit area yeah you you get all of the like lifelong here's a good example of 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 bruce so you get all of the like i've been a fan of bruce for 40 years and i've been to 400 concerts people right Mm -hmm. and what they do is they stand in that pit and they hold up signs and the signs aren't like we love you bruce they're song requests and what bruce does is they build a little stage out in the middle of that right and he goes out there with with Jake Clemens, you know, it used to be Clarence Clemens, but now it's Jake. And um, he crowd surfs back to the main stage. So Bruce is on his back, crowd surfing <laughs> back to the main stage, 70. 70. And, all, and on his way back, he's grabbing these signs. And these are not Springsteen song requests. Okay. Oh, so okay. he gets back up to the stage and he does this all the time. And he sits down on the like the drum riser and he goes through these signs and he goes, Yeah, like we'll do this one. Yeah, we're not gonna do that one. We're gonna do this one. And then he turns around to the E Street band and he goes, Okay, guys, let's do satisfaction. And then they just launch into satisfaction or whatever the song is, oh, right? Wow. Because they're so good that it doesn't matter. And you can of course YouTube this and see yeah, yeah. that they'll play songs they've never played before, but they're so good that they can do it. Right. And um but that's part of his thing is this like not only is he so connected in a songwriting way to the the working man but like he he literally physically tan- tangibly touchs them at his shows right and does right. the songs they want him to do 
which is uh, which is super cool. I love it about them. Yeah, something something maybe spiritual to that. I don't know. Hundred <laughs> percent. So I don't I don't know how long you want this to go, but I'll just tell you the rest of that. No, go for it. Yeah, go for it. Real quick. So, like uh, my I told you my favorite song is Thunder Road. Mm-hmm. Like not my favorite Springsteen song is my favorite song. Oh, all time. Okay, all go. time. Number one, whatever. It's the goat song for me. So, so we go to Nashville. On the way to Nashville, our car breaks down. Oof. So we're on the side of I forty. Car is dead. I mean, like toast. Like, doesn't. We never drove it again after this. Oh wow. Had to call AAA. Had to get a rental car. Whatever. We made it to the show just in time. We were there for three plus hours. He does 29 songs. He's got a full, and when I say full band, I don't just mean the E Street band, like horn section, background right. singers, the right. whole deal, right? Like 25 people on stage. And by the way, Tom Morello from Rage, yeah. the Machine, was his lead guitar player for that tour. Oh, geez. And, uh, yeah, and he took a verse on Ghost of Tom Joad. Anyway, I digress. The show gets to the end, right? Lights come up. Thanks for coming. It's been a great night. Love you, Nashville song lights come up no thunder road didn't, didn't play it didn't play thunder road so people are getting up starting to mill out and then at that moment he walks back on the stage with just his guitar and his harmonica and he i get a little emotional i think when i think about this moment. yeah he's he basically says like hey we want to thank our sponsor second uh, second harvest food bank for all the great work you do this is for you and then he launches into it thunder road just solo acoustic just solo whoa so 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 he's playing it but one of the other great things bruce does is they record all of their shows and you can buy them like every single one yeah like they're all you can buy them all so on the website so i have this recording of this show and i have this track and you listen to it and he gets to the part um, show a little faith. There's magic in the night. And when he gets there, he stops singing. And you can just hear the crowd. Whoa. Like blowing those words out. And what's so powerful to me is at that moment, like my voice is in there. You can't, of course, tell that I'm in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. One yeah. of those voices in that recording um, singing, show a little faith. There's magic in the night. And it, it was pun intended here completely magical yeah yeah and so it because it felt like at that moment he was playing that song for me and you know i know we've all had concert experiences like that sure sure of course we have whoever they are whoever your favorite artist is or whatever but for but uh that was one of those moments for me and that show you know there's the bridgestone in nashville right yeah um that just moment of like there is something else out there yeah the, the promised land is out there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and it's not it is not stupid to want it yeah and it's not like you have to uh, i'm sure you know with him being kind of this everyman representative he's not saying like you've got to think this way or that way to really Absolutely. experience it's, that it's for everybody in fact it, it's for the people that deserve it the most like it's for the people that want it the most so you get a song like uh, the promised land yeah right? I'm not a boy. No, I'm a man. And I believe in the promised land. Like that's that kind of stuff. is just super powerful for me. And as a believer in Jesus, like it resonates so, uh, so much more. With right. Me. Right. And then, and then you get an artist, like, I don't know if you're a fan of, if you're a fan of John Mark McMillan, but oh like, yeah, 
John Mark is again talk about like a direct descendant of Springsteen. Like that's John Mark McMillan, right? And you know, you take a song like Daylight of his, where it's almost like a direct answer to Darkness on the Edge of Town, right? Um, and yeah, that kind of stuff. Just it just I don't know. Whatever it is, maybe it's my maybe it's being a basic forty uh, three year old white guy. <laughs> I, I, I don't. Maybe that's what it is. It's like part of being a forty something dad that. It just works for me, but man, it works. Yeah, yeah. You like your uh, so, pumpkin spice lattes, like like the rest uh, of us, right? Exactly. So it's just it's like it comes with the territory. I got my cargo shorts <laughs> and my Springsteen records. There you go. You can fit the so, Springsteen records in your cargo shorts. <laughs> That's what the they're there for, too. Like the LPs, <laughs> right. yeah, not the just full the CDs, the yeah. actual LPs. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I do like John Mark. I like his wife Sarah Mark McMillan as well. Uh, <laughs> that's that's such a niche joke. Nobody's gonna get that. Um, I got it. It's okay. But yeah, I see. I like about half of his songs, and the ones I don't like, it's just you know I don't like the structure. It doesn't really okay. hit me. But yeah. he's got that. Uh, Joe mentioned one of the other interviews I did mentioned like a swampy feel to some of yeah. um to some of Bruce's I, stuff, and I feel yeah. that with with John Mark as well. Yeah, yeah. I think, and I you know I haven't read this anywhere i'm sure it exists somewhere um but i'm sure he's a an enormous bruce fan like you can just it just you can feel it yeah you can feel it written all throughout the the stuff now my favorite band of all time and you're gonna probably make fun of me for this i have my no idea time, what you're about to say my favorite all-time band is the counting crows okay and they do um live whenever they do rain king live they 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 do the first half of ranking and then they in the middle of ranking they stick another song so they'll do a full song like an elbow song or something really cool and oh, I have a I great see. recording yeah yeah so i have a great recording of them doing ranking where they do thunder road in the middle oh that's cool and it's like it's it's, it's wonderful for me because i love the crows and i love thunder road and it's like a it's a nice little track yeah i'm a big fan of i'm a fan of the live mashup like that especially if yeah, it is totally. like some other band and a a well-known thing. I'm a, I'm a yes. sucker for those. Call them tropes, yes. if you will. But absolutely, I, like I mean, cover, or just covers in general. I love them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, any any songs that you would say to a, a a Bruce hater or like me trying to find a couple, uh, you know, just a couple relatable songs that we might like? Which ones would you recommend or albums? Oh boy, um, that's I, a big question. I know I said songs because we're we're coming off of the vine and we're in the TikTok era. Sure, yeah, so yeah. It's a whole like, record you know, feels like a lot. <laughs> right, it's a big commitment. Um, boy, so for, from the like, um, I, I spent a lot of time today listening to some older Springsteen and yeah, and then some newer stuff just to kind of go back and forth. But so with everything that's going on like culturally in america i mean i mean like today right like go back and listen to american skin okay um a bunch because it it absolutely applies to literally what's in the news right now um which is you know i don't know if you know that one but it's about the shooting no. of amadou diallo yeah the the police shooting of amadou diallo um and it's it's a great one like if you want you you, you know the you know the big ones. You know Born to Run, mm -hmm. and you know the stuff that's on the 
on the greatest hits kind of stuff. But outside of that, I mean, I would point you to um, hmm, Because the Night, which okay. is a really good Springsteen tune that was covered later. Yeah. And um, I'm not giving you any of the like bangers. Um, Fourth of July, Asbury Park. Okay. That's, yeah, that's uh, vintage vintage bruce yeah yeah i might even make a a list just based on like what what the others have recommended as well like those covers okay. with the uh um whatchamacallit he did those swampy covers that were kind of acoustic with the fiddles and stuff oh i love that i love that record yeah yeah so i yeah. I, I listened to a couple of those it's really good okay yeah, yeah. well let's uh oh, and yeah and go my ahead. last recommendation is watch springsteen on broadway it's on Netflix. Oh, oh yeah. Joe said that too. We yeah. don't, we don't have Netflix right now. We, we traded up for Peacock just for a couple months, yeah. but we'll, we'll go back for like the one week free trial or whatever. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 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 Make a new cool. Gmail account just for the free there trial. Absolutely. Free <laughs> Netflix trial at gmail.com. <laughs> They'll never know. They'll never know. Well, thanks for doing it. I would, uh, yeah. th- this was awesome. I would love to, uh, have you back on sometimes and sometime and I'll, uh, I'll let you know when it drops. Yeah. Let me know. And then whenever you do your next like band that you should like that, you yeah. don't just, you know, depending on who it is, I'll definitely let you it. know. Yeah. See if you got some takes. Good deal. Thanks again for tuning in to my conversation with John about Bruce Springsteen. Remember you can subscribe at patreoncom slash podcasts, P A W D c-a-t-s also a huge thanks to adeem the artist for creating the theme song for the show stay tuned for the next episode i'll be talking with my friend steven who has just a lot of hate in his heart for bruce springsteen so i'll see you then Podcasts, podcast.